is a further investment in really technology in which a number of communities across the state of Ohio and across the country have done. And we were always trying to do more um, with technology and and surveillance, so to speak, but just be able to to fight crime better and, and get better data. And these SWAT cameras have worked out wonderful. And it's a, you know, it's a system that talks to each other across communities too. So we're able to share that data and really has paid off, at, you know, um, uh, really well, uh, really quickly. And it's a continued investment into that. And so as we continue to to put them out there, uh, and hopefully, you know. Uh, I think give people a, a better sense of, of safety and how we can um, reduce crime and, and let people know that, you know, we have, uh, there are these systems out there that, that are able to catch people that are doing things, obviously, that they shouldn't be doing. Dan, as simple as you could possibly put it, because most people who are cameras, they think of some of those old systems anchored on buildings, but talk about this flock system with this new technology. Well, it's able to, it's, you know, if we're able to catch, you know, if, we're, um, if, if we see a license plate in these cameras and it, we get a general direction of which way the, the, the vehicle is going, um, we're able to capture that license plate and then um, be able to feed that information to uh, wherever the police officer or other agency may be to be able to detect that car. And it gives you a really good idea of which way they're going, what type of car it is. Like I said, and it's a number of communities across the country um, that have deployed these type of systems to be able to fight crime in a better way. Akron Mayor Dan Horgan with us at WAKR. Speaking of public safety, yesterday, as you know, we had Clarence Tucker on the show, your deputy mayor for public safety. And I know in the last couple of months, new fire officers, new police officers. How has the recruitment been going overall in getting more public safety officers into the city of Akron? Well, one of the things that we've tried to do is is try to have a full-time recruitment team inside of the agencies themselves in, in, uh, in, in both police and fire. And, and Clarence was a wonderful fire chief, a wonderful firefighter, and, and we thank him for his service and has been able to transition into that role into public safety. And, and you know, we're in a very competitive model with um, communities across the state and really across the country to be able to recruit in. Uh, Marco Somerville had a great point the other day, and this is something that we've been working towards, is to try to building our own force through Akron Public Schools and the school system. Uh, and we partner with the um, Akron Public Schools in, in creating a college and career academy around public service and public safety to get kids interested, you know, as early as middle school. And, and, and to say, listen, these are viable careers, and they're very good, and they're public service. And so it's a, it's a generational effort to be able to do that. But we recruit in other cities, in colleges, just like a number of communities do. In fact, you know, a few months back, Columbus was actually up here recruiting, and, and, and we're in Columbus, too, in Cincinnati and Cleveland, to be able to recruit you know, into the police department and into fire. So it's, it's, it's going to be a continual effort, and that work will never be done because um, we will always have to replace uh, and do new classes. It's just depending on retirements and, and a lot of other factors. Tim, getting, uh, I should, should say, Dan, getting into those neighborhoods, uh, really a key too, right? Because we want to, you know, get some minority representation onto the force. It'd be nice to get some Akron people into the force that know the city. How has that side of the recruitment gone? Well, you know that, and that's a that's a daily effort to build community and trust. Um, and in fact, one of the I, I guess, and to segue into that, you know, our applications for the community oversight for the citizens oversight board are due on 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 Monday, uh, uh, ten thirty one. Uh, for so, if you wanted to, to to be considered for that board, obviously, you got to get that application in by Monday. But it's a, it's a continual trust building exercise. I think 
across the community. And that's from the mayor's office on down and continue to be active in the community. And I think it does build those better relationships. And that's something that we do on a daily basis. Akron Mayor Dan Horgan with us, 93.5-1590 WAKR. Dan, I had a chance to go down to Firestone Stadium yesterday. Um, got a tour of the Softball Hall of Fame since it's all been redone. And I know, I'm sure you've been in there. I was just blown away. Bernie brought me in there. It was just great. Bernie Factor and showed me the pictures, the memorabilia and everything. And he was telling me as well that Firestone Stadium looks like it's going to get a nice facelift as well when we talk about turf and the availability of that stadium, that historic stadium to many softball lovers, fans, and teams, and thought maybe you could reflect a little bit on what you know about that project. It, it is a, a gem of a stadium, really. Uh, you know, when we host the, the girls' softball championships, the girls are so excited to see their faces on that field. And when we put turf in, obviously that gives us a better opportunity to be able to play. And there's a lot of natural grass out there, and there are a number of turf fields out there in, in, with our weather. And I remember talking to a coach somewhere in a southern state that, you know, sometimes – when, when our teams get to play like maybe, you know, five, six games, they're into 40. Now, there's a weather difference, but being able to invest in turf and, you know, we're redoing some bathrooms and, and some other infrastructure stuff inside the stadium. But it's a gem of a stadium that hosts the MAC championship, the girls' softball championships. And so we want to continue, we want to, we want to have as many days open as possible with sometimes inclement weather. But it's a, it's a great investment into the stadium uh, and, and into, in, into softball. And Bernie has done a wonderful job in the softball community for decades. Um, so you got a great tour from somebody who knows the, probably the most about softball community. So I, I'm glad you're able to get down there. Yeah, it was a who's who going through that Hall of Fame. But but you're right. Not only with our weather and such, but really opens up the opportunities for so many different communities to come in, whether it be weekend tournaments or Mac College and those type of thing, to see our great stadium. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like I said, it's a gem of a stadium located right there in Firestone Park and. You know, it's, it's it's very iconic and it's very well known, not only across the state but across the country, that you got a chance to play in Firestone Stadium. And I'll tell you, if you get a chance to go to that girls' softball championship when the teams come from all over the state, just to see how excited they are to play such a, a wonderful little stadium like that. I don't I say little just because it's not, you know, Progressive Field or – or, or Canal Park, but it, it, it's great capacity, and it's a really great environment for those championships.